You are listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Wednesday show for you. We're going to go over last night in your NBA playoffs and your NHL playoffs. I'm going to get to a little bit of the NFL draft that I haven't gotten around to since that happened last weekend. A little more Dylan Brooks. You see what the Memphis Grizzlies told him yesterday? See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. College football playoff schedule is out for the next two years. We already know when games are going to be played, the dates, and who has the bowl games for them. And we're going to go over that. And we'll get to all that momentarily. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. All right, let's start out with the game of the night in the NBA. Again, this Lakers-Golden State series, you can tell, is going to be a battle. And it's going to be back and forth because these are two teams that are completely different. You heard the announcers talk about it all last night. Golden State is an outside shooting team. They are going to make way more three-pointers in any given game than the Lakers are. However, the Lakers are so much bigger than them and can really take advantage of them inside. Kevon Looney, who was great in the Sacramento series and had 10 points and 23 rebounds last night, Problem was, he's too slow for Anthony Davis. He can do what he does against Demonis Sabonis, but against Anthony Davis, he doesn't stand a chance. Now, is Anthony Davis going to put up a 30-20 and 20 every game in this series? No. That's the thing with AD. If he comes and plays every night and puts up a minimum of 25-12, and 12, I think the Lakers win this in five or six. But I know I can count on Anthony Davis for no-showing at least one or two games or having a very poor game. But you're going to have games where Golden State shoots the lights out. Hell, they hit 21 three-pointers last night and lost by five. But they they can't tame the Lakers on the inside. Lakers are just too big for them. But they've played other teams in the playoffs during their championship run that were bigger than them and their just shooting was was that much better so I think this series is going seven but that doesn't mean because Golden State has game seven on their home court they're necessarily going to win I can see the Lakers winning a game seven on the road Golden State is just they're really good we know this they're seasoned but like I said yesterday when I said I have no clue who's going to win this series 
you could convince me the Lakers are going to win. You can convince me Golden State's going to win because they are Golden State, and they always win. And it's going to take a lot to beat them. Is it going to be enough, a team that literally got put together three months ago? Are they going to be good enough to beat the defending NBA champions? They were up to the challenge in game one. I also think it hurt Golden State to come back two days later after that game seven in Sacramento and a seven-game series. Yes, the Lakers went six, but they had four days rest. Golden State had two. And I think, you know, defensively and to adjust, that's what the playoffs are all about. You play one game, you go watch the film, and you adjust. Maybe Golden State comes out with a different way to defend AD next game. Maybe they frustrate him a little bit more. But it's a feeling-out series. Clearly, you don't want to go down 0-2. They have to win on Thursday night, or else they could be in some serious trouble. But I think this is a Golden State team that knows what it has to do. They they got some good contributions last night. They're always going to shoot better from three than the Lakers. And the Lakers are always going to dominate from two. And it was basically back and forth. Now, granted, the Lakers took a big lead. They went up 112-98, and then Golden State went on a 14-0 run to tie it at 112. And then Lakers scored the last five points of the game. So, I mean, this, this series, I just expect every game to be close in the fourth quarter. I'd be surprised if there was a 20-point win by anybody in this series. But... Clearly, Golden State needs to win on Thursday. If they do, again, they're going to have to win at least once on the road because they have home court advantage in this series, even though they're the sixth seed, which is pretty amazing. But they fall behind 0-1, big win by the Lakers. LeBron didn't have a great shooting game, but played well overall. Anthony Davis, though, was the story. Golden State has no answer for him. They're not big enough, and... They're going to have to hope that Anthony Davis pulls an Anthony Davis and has one game where he just seems disinterested or even a couple. But if he's locked in and putting up 30 and 20 every game, I think Golden State's in deep, deep trouble because their outside shooting might not be able to overcome that. In the other game, the Knicks beat the Heat 111-105. However, this was a tie game with three minutes left. And, oh, yeah, Miami didn't play their best player. Jimmy Butler out with an ankle injury. So, again, I don't know what's going on with the Knicks. Everybody had them, and nobody gave Miami a chance. Boy, this Miami team is just tough. They just hang in there, and they just got a bunch of guys. No superstars except Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy didn't even play last night, and everybody assumed, oh, Knicks romp. The line went from minus 6 to minus 10. They ended up pushing if you got them at minus 6. But if you bet them minus 10 once you heard Jimmy Butler was out, you lose. They only won by 6. So that series goes back to Miami, tied at 1. Tonight, what do we got? Boston and Philly. I don't know yet on the status of Joel Allen Bead. We do know that he won the NBA MVP yesterday. Not a surprise there. But Philly got their one game on the road. I don't think if I'm them, I play Joel Embiid tonight. Let him rest a couple more days. You lose today, that's fine. You got game one. You got what you needed on the road. You win your home games, you win the series. Simple as that. So I'm really interested in seeing how that series plays out. Only one game tonight, which is weird. 
I didn't know that. And then only one game on Thursday. Lakers, Golden State. Wait, Denver, Phoenix played Monday night, and then they don't play till Friday? They get three days off? Huh. I did not know. That's a weird... That is a weird scheduling quirk. I guess because they wanted... I guess because they wanted the Western Conference to catch up. Because after Thursday, the Lakers-Golden State Series will have played two games, and same with Denver-Phoenix. If you put Denver-Phoenix tomorrow night, they played three, and the Lakers and Golden State have played one. So I guess that's why they're doing it. But still, three days in between games, good rest time for everybody. They did say yesterday that Chris Paul is going to miss games three through five, so that's a huge Huge loss for the Phoenix Suns. Can they win two games at home against Denver without Chris Paul? Yes, they can. But it is a huge loss. And groin injuries, when he does come back, is he really going to be 100%? They said he's definitely out a week and he'll be reevaluated, which means he's missing both home games, three and four in Phoenix, and he's going to miss game five if they happen to not get swept and go back to Denver for game five. And then after that, we shall see. What was I talking about yesterday in regards to Dylan Brooks? You heard my whole rant on him about just shut up. There's no point. You're not even a you're not even a top 100 player in the NBA and you're talking trash and you can't back it up and you leave the locker room before the media can even question you on it. Did you see what the Memphis Grizzlies told him yesterday? Now, I some people are saying in the media this was rather harsh. They could have just said we're moving on from Dylan. They said under no circumstances are they re-signing him, and they've told him, we're not bringing you back. So you might have said, wow, you're a little harsh on Dylan Brooks. You don't think they told him under no circumstances are we bringing you back? You don't think they told him that because they didn't like his antics during the playoffs? I guarantee that's why they told him that. And rightfully so. It did nothing for their team for him to run his mouth the way he did and act the way he did and punch LeBron in the, the balls the way he did and get suspended for the rest of the kicked out of that game. You can talk all the trash you want, but be an elite player in the NBA because then you can at least back it up. Just running your mouth and and then even after the fact saying you don't regret it and this is what I do, I poke bears – Okay, but you don't back it up, so what does it matter what you do? This is what I do. I poke bears. Great. Nobody cares. Team lost by 40 in an elimination game. I mean, good good God. So he's gone. Memphis tells him under no circumstances are we re-signing you, and I couldn't agree more. I told you, Grizzly fans, yesterday, do you actually want this guy back? I'm hoping a lot of you said no, and you're going to get your wish because he's not coming back. And I'd be curious to see what NBA team actually does bring him in. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. So let's talk a little college football. I know it's the offseason, but something was announced yesterday that we had been waiting for. This upcoming season of college football, the 2023 season, is still under the system that we've known for the last few years. It's going to be a four-team playoff, semifinals, national championship. However, in 2024, as of right now, USC, UCLA go to the Big Ten, Oklahoma, Texas go to the SEC, and that's when the 12-team college football playoff starts. However, it's still under the old TV contract. So we still don't know every detail about it, but we know when the games are going to be played now. The schedule was released. So for at least the next two years, how it's going to be is this, and it's going to be different than what we're used to. So as we know, in the 12-team playoff, the top four seeds get a bye. So five plays 12, six plays 11, seven plays 10, eight plays nine. Those four games in the 2024 season, remember, not this December, but next December, there's going to be one game on Friday night and then three games on Saturday, all on the campus or close to it of the team with the higher seed, the five, six, seven, and eight seed. Friday night, there will be one game. Saturday, there'll be three games, an early afternoon game, a late afternoon game, and an evening game. So now you're down to eight and the quarterfinals start, and that's when the bowls kick in. In 2024, when you get to the quarterfinals, four games, one of them is going to be on a Tuesday, December 31st. It's going to be New Year's Eve. And then Wednesday, which is New Year's Day, you're going to have three quarterfinal games, all bowl games. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl will have its normal slot on January 1st in the late afternoon, and the Sugar Bowl that night. The semifinals will be a week or eight to, uh, eight to ten days later. One semifinal is going to be on Thursday, and another semifinal is going to be the next night on Friday with a national championship on Monday, January 20th, 2025. Remember, this is the 2024 season, so they go into the playoffs. That'll be on the 20th, which is ending a lot later than past seasons. So your semifinal matchups are going to be on Thursday night and Friday night, which is something we've never seen. So I'm curious. There's already talk about some people and college football writers are like, this is bad for the sport. you got to put it on a Saturday, have both semifinals on a Saturday. Why are they doing Thursday, Friday? But that late into the season, you're going to be going up again. You can't have it on a Saturday because that's going to be NFL playoffs, and you can't put that up against NFL playoffs. They'll get destroyed. So I, I, I guess I don't have a problem with a Thursday night college football national semifinal game, and especially Friday night. Back-to-back -back nights of semifinal games? I'm fine, and then you're going to have your Monday National Championship. The next season, same thing. Your first-round matchups, one game on Friday, three games on Saturday. The following year, in 2025, New Year's Eve is going to be Wednesday. You're going to have one game, the Cotton Bowl, and then three games on New Year's Day, Thursday, January 1st, 2026. The Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl still gets their late afternoon game, Sugar Bowl. And then again, semifinals are going to be on 
January 8th and January 9th of 2026. And then your national championship is going to be on Monday, January 19th. So that's going to be the next two years. Once that ends, that's when the television contract ends that they're currently under. So starting in the season of 2026, the September of 2026 college football season, at the end of this one, after January 19th, 2026, there's going to be a new negotiated contract. The contract might actually happen before that, but it won't take place until after these two, uh, these two seasons in 25 and 26. Then things are going to get different because it's still going to be a 12-team playoff, but we don't know who the television partners are going to be and what they're going to want. They might change these, you know the way this is done. You might not have semifinals on a Thursday and Friday night. I I don't know. We're still far out from that pretty much, but uh, it's laid out exactly how it's going to happen in 24 and 25. Maybe if it goes great, they keep it. I don't know. But we don't know who the television partners are going to be when the new television contract starts after the or before the 2026 season begins. Is there going to be streaming? I mean, TV is going to be different three years from now. We just don't know. But they've laid out the dates, and that's what to expect for the next two. Well, this season, like I said, is a regular four-team playoff. But the uh, 2024 season, 2025 season, that's what I just read to you. And that's the layout. And looking forward to it. I, I We talked about this when it was finalized, that they were going to a 12-team playoff in 2024. I know some people are like, that's too many. But I think four is not enough. And I want to see more teams make the playoff. I think it's good for college football because the more playoff games, the better. We all know how much the postseason is better than the regular season in every sport. Look at the NBA playoffs this year. They've been great. Did you see that the Golden State-Sacramento Game 7 was the highest-rated first-round NBA playoff game in history? So people that complain about, oh, Golden State's always there, getting sick of them, can we get a new? Well, apparently people aren't sick of them because it was the highest-rated first-round game in the history of the NBA playoffs. So that works for them. That works for the TV networks, and I'm guessing the Warriors-Lakers, NBA wants this to go as long as possible because these numbers that the Warriors-Lakers are going to draw for the next, I don't know, six games, hopefully, I, I got to believe is going to be – easily the highest rated series of the four that are airing uh, right now in your Western Conference and Eastern Conference semifinals. NHL playoffs last night. I'm recording this late because I wanted to wait until the Stars game was over. And remember when we were 35 games into NHL playoffs this year and I said the road teams are dominating. They're winning. They're 21 and 14, the road teams. A couple nights ago, game seven, home teams, Two of them lost. Boston Bruins, Colorado Avalanche. Last night, Florida Panthers, Seattle Kraken went on the road. I'll try and find out today exactly how many games have been played in the NHL playoffs so far this year and how many road teams have won. Because it's, I mean, just off the top of my head, four in the last three days have won. Tough one, a weird game for the Stars yesterday. They gave up four goals in a span of four minutes in the first in the first period. 
and then they never gave up a goal until the game winner in overtime. They came back. They were down 4-2 at the end of the first period. No scoring in the second period, and then they got two goals and tied it up at four in the third period. Joel Pavelski had all four goals for the Stars, and he hadn't played since game one in the first round series against Minnesota. Comes back and scores four goals. Ties it. Stars had two great opportunities in overtime and great stops by the Seattle goalie. I can't remember his name. Like I said, I'm not great. Especially, I I couldn't name one player on the Seattle Kraken before this series started. I heard some names last night, but yeah, I I I, I, I couldn't tell you. They have I. What I know is this: they're only a second year team, and they don't have any superstars because they got basically everybody's scraps. But they got some decent players, clearly, because they're in the playoffs or in the second round. But they have no like superstars. Well, when I was hearing about the Seattle Kraken in the first round against Colorado Avalanche, they had 15 different players score a goal. So, I mean, clearly that's a team that's very hard to prepare for when 15 different guys can score. They take game one on the road against the Stars, and all I got to hope for is it's a replay of the first round series against the Minnesota Wild. Minnesota won game one in overtime in Dallas, and then the Stars won four of the next five games. So hopefully that happens, and the Stars uh, can. That was a very weird – Jake Ottinger's literally one of the top three goalies in the playoffs right now. Well, more than that. He's probably top, if not the best remaining goalie left in the playoffs, and he gives up four goals in a span of four minutes in the first period. That was bizarre, totally bizarre. You just don't see that. From Ottinger. He settled down, and then he stopped like the next 20, I don't know, 26, 27 shots after that until in overtime. Um, again, a bad bounce, a whip around pass by, a whip around shot by Gord. I don't even know his first name. I forgot it. And Seattle walks away with the, an overtime win. So, but man, road teams yet again in the NHL just dominating. Seattle was a plus 170 underdog, and Florida was a plus 155 underdog, and they both won on the road last night. You know, Monday night, there was only one game, and that was New Jersey closing out the Rangers. But Sunday night, like I said, Florida won in Boston, Seattle won in Colorado. And so four of the last five games have been won by the road team. Tonight, New Jersey is at Carolina to start that series. Edmonton is in Vegas to start that series. And then I think basically it's every other night because you're down to the final four in the East and your final four in the West, right? Yeah. So it looks like at least for the first four games of the series, New Jersey plays Carolina tonight, Edmonton and Vegas. And then the next night is Florida, Toronto, Seattle, Dallas. And then they just, the next night, Back to the other two teams, the other two games. So it's always going to be the same until I think they get to game five, and then they might get an extra day off. So looking forward to that. And I just, I cannot tell you if you're if, if you're listening to this and you're not a hockey fan and you're bummed that I'm talking so much hockey. I don't even care if you have a dog in the race and you don't even know any of the players and you don't even know the names of the teams. You don't know who's good. Well, just know everybody's good now. It's in the playoffs. We're in the. Uh, you know, we're in the final four for each conference. 
But turn on a playoff hockey game, and if you see that it goes to overtime, turn that on. And just watch it. The speed, uh, the finesse of some of these guys, you know, being a Stars fan and wanting them to win the Cup, again, overtime, it's the only sport of the major four where on any play the game can end just like that. It doesn't end like that in football because the other team gets a shot in the playoffs. No matter what you do now, if you score a field goal or a touchdown, it doesn't matter. The other team gets a chance with the ball. NBA overtime game, there's a clock. So it doesn't matter. Who, it's not a, who scores first. Baseball, unless the home t- unless the home team walks it off, if the, other, if the road team scores, the home team still gets a chance to come up and hit. Hockey, do or die. Sudden death. They don't do a shootout. They do it in the regular season. They don't do it in the playoffs. So these teams could technically play three, four, five overtimes. They just keep playing until somebody scores. And on any shot, any slap shot, any shot at the net, any deflection off the goalie's pad, and brings, like you just you're biting your nails the whole game. It's so nerve wracking watching playoff hockey. It's so much better than regular season hockey. It's just the stakes are higher. So much fun to watch. Just check it out. Even if you don't even if you've never watched hockey before, I guarantee you're not going to be disappointed watching a playoff hockey game. You won't be. I promise. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe and review in Apple Podcasts. Would love a five-star review. Would love a comment. It certainly helps the podcast, so please do that if you can. And remember, sports will always be the greatest reality show on Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite.